All right, you guys, welcome back to the podcast. It's your girl, Dietra G. If this is your first time tuning into the podcast, thank you so, so much. If you're a returning listener, thank you so, so much. Um, so today, we're going to go ahead and open up with prayer. Father, we thank you for just being God. We thank you for Thank you for every listener on the podcast and their family. God, we know that we have already won a fitness fight. In Jesus' name, amen. So you guys, you know how we do on this podcast. We are always transparent and just being real because guess what? Transparency and truth is what's going to help you to survive. And so tonight, we are just going to tap in a little bit. Uh, a lot been going on and just in a, in a means of being transparent. Within like the past two weeks, I've lost three family members. And so definitely believe in God is crazy um, because, you know, parents were just over there. The day before anything happened, but God. So here we are, right? So tonight, um, something that I really want us to talk about is judging. Um, and I had to get coaching, and do I hit the mark every single time? No. So let's talk about Judges 7. And for those that may not have the Bible, let's go ahead and read it. And we're going to start at verse 1. And it says, Do not judge, or you too will be judged. For the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, Take the speck out of your eye? When all the time there is a plank in your own eye, you put the grip first take the plank out of your eye of your own eye, and then you see clearly, excuse me, clearly to remove the specks in your brother's eye. Do not give dogs what is sacred. Do not throw your curls to pigs. If you do, then you trample them under their feet and turn and tear you into pieces. And let's go down to seven, you guys. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who acts, receive. The one who seeks, finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be open. So that was verses one through seven. But let's go ahead and go down, excuse me, one through eight. But let's go down to nine. Which of you, if your son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If you then through... Let's say, let's make sure I read that correct. Which of you, if your son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, you will give him a snake? If you then... Though you are though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask Him? So in everything, do it to others that would excuse me, others what you would have them do to you. For this sums up the law of the prophets. So we started off by talking about just judging and being hypocrites, and let's just be honest. Let's take the mask off, you guys. A lot of us do it. 
Um, some of us may not even do it intentionally. We don't even realize we're doing it. I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt. Some of us may see that it really isn't any harm. Uh, we may say, well, I'm not technically judging them. I'm just pointing things out. Um, and I will tell you something that happened when I was in, oh my God, I think, well, it happened in elementary school and middle school, but I used to get bullied. Um, I used to get bullied because of my clothes. Um, I used to get bullied because of my hair, um, my hair bows. Like I did not have what everybody else had. My parents didn't have what everybody else had. Um, and it's not to knock my parents. My parents did excellent in their lane, right? They made sure we have food. They made sure we had a roof of our head. Uh, we had a safe home. They kept us, you know, well fed and safe. Um, and they kept the bills paid and they made sure we knew who Jesus was. And my dad even would make us recite, um, verses and made sure we got up and we went to church and things of that nature and we participated in church activities youth activities but we just didn't have what other people had you know in middle school people were in nikes and pumas and reeboks and all this fancy stuff um and we didn't have that and i used to get picked on quite frequently and now as we talk about it i think about that and i'm like well maybe that is where um my defense comes from a lot of times um, because I don't pick on people, not for clothes and hair and things of that nature, because I know how it feels to be the only one sitting at the lunch table and everybody else is sitting, you know, somewhere else. Um, Cause nobody wants to sit with you because you don't look like them or you don't have what they have. So a lot of times I was by myself and the same thing happened in elementary school. And then by the time I got to high school, I had, you know, a couple of people that I would hang out with, but necessarily they didn't agree or do the things that I did. And so it was a clash or conflict. So I say all that to tie it into the first um, six verses. I was judged. I was judged because of what I had on. Um, and people treated me based on that, right? Um, and then as time progressed and I got older, oh yeah, I'll be the first to tell you. I judge people on the actions that they um, did, things they said, how they treated people, how they lived. I judged them, right? And my first thought in many cases was not, let me pray for my brother and sister, God help them. You know, it was, that wasn't my thought. It was like, mm so-and-so did so-and-so well mm, so-and-so I'm just being honest I my first thought was not to pray for the people and so saying that I recently probably within the past month or so was having a conversation with someone um and it was about someone mistreating other people um they felt like, or this person felt like they had a better understanding of things or they were better educated um, and that they could do things better than the bulk of the group, right? And so the thing was, it finally clicked for me. It finally shifted for me because prior to, I was like, I was a part of, oh, no, she didn't. I was a part of that group. I was a part of that conversation. And it shifted. And I, I literally said, okay, well, 
this person struggles with this. Well, guess what? I struggle with this and I struggle with that and I struggle with this. And, you know, I've struggled with this for the past year and some change. And, you know, this person struggles with that. Okay, wow. But I'm struggling too. And so once that thing clicked for me, like I'm no better than anybody else. They're no better than anybody else. We all have our struggles and on different levels. For me, that goes back to verses one through six where we're saying, um, why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? So to me, a plank, okay, brother, okay, sister, a plank is so much bigger than a speck of sawdust. Uh, so a lot of times, and I remember Pastor Ronald taught on this. Shout out to Keenan Vision Life Center of Greensboro, North Carolina. Um, Pastor Ronald taught on this. We're walking around talking about the sawdust in someone else's eye, but we have a plank in our eye so first of all if you got a plank in your eye guess what it is hindering your vision right it's it's changing how you see things and i don't think a lot of times we really give any thought to that you can see a whole lot better with a piece of sawdust in your eye than you can with a doggone plank in your eye i'm just gonna be honest with you you can uh so let's keep in mind as we go throughout our week, that no one's perfect. We all have issues. Um, we do, <laughs> whether we want to disclose them or not. So let's just focus on working that plank out our own eye and continue to pray for our brothers and sisters, right? And then also, let's get down to six, okay? Six reads do not give dogs what is sacred do not throw your pearls to pigs if you do they may trample them under their feet and turn and tear you to pieces so for me verse six um comes to mind is who we talk to um who we empty out who we um confide in right sometimes we can confide in people that don't have our best interests at heart. Um, we think they do, but a lot of times, let's just be honest, a lot of us are naive. We know some of these people that we talk to, we confide in, do not have our best interests at heart. They want stuff. Uh, they have an ulterior motive. So be wise about who you confide in, who you empty out in. And for me, I would be truly honest with you. Okay, if you've been on the podcast before, you know I'm single. You know why I'm single. I am uh, believing God and just continue to work on me uh, until he deems uh, the time right, the time is necessary, and then I'll meet my husband, right? <laughs> but I say this because a lot of times I have no problem being by myself. I have... No problem going hiking by myself. I have no problem going to dinner by myself. I have no problem uh, going to the movies by myself. However, I do like to talk. <laughs> I do. I like to talk to people. I like to hear people's insight. Um, I like to get other people's opinion. I just don't want people or to hear my own 
thoughts, my own views of things. I really do like to talk to people. I like to hear about people's day, how their day went. I like to tell people how my day went. Um, you know, beyond having my dog Sparkus, right? And so I have to remind myself who and what I pour into people. Uh, because I have found out even though you may agree on certain things and you may line up together to attack or to correct certain issues, not everybody has your best interests at heart. And so that's something, I'll be honest, I have to constantly work on because sometimes I really just love talking to people. Um, I love people <laughs> and I love helping people. So I definitely want to encourage each and every one of you to be mindful about what you uh, talk to people about, specifically dreams, um, insight. Um, if it's something, an issue that's going on at the job, be mindful who you're talking to. Um, once again, not everybody has your best interest at heart. Um, and when it comes to dreams, understand not everybody will understand. Um, and they could go back and tell it. And a lot of times we release things too early. We release things premature. And when we release whatever God has given us too early, we can cause um, the dream, the vision uh, to be aborted or to have a miscarriage. Um, so definitely pray before you release things to the different people to make sure that's who God wants to know or wants you to tell about your dream or whatever you got going on. Okay? So, let's skip on down to seven. And you know how we do, you guys. I'm not going to keep you too long. But we're going to skip down to seven. And we're going to leave it at that. Right? So, seven says, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. And let's go ahead and do eight. For everyone who acts, receives. The one who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks, the door will be open. So, to me, once again, my translation, this is verses 7 through 8. Seek, and you will find. Um, to me, it says, if you seek God, you will find him. If you seek out his ways, um, you'll get it. Um, if you knock on the door, he'll open it. Um, and so, as long as you are aligned or trying to be aligned with God, things will work out. Will it be easy? No. <laughs> no, it won't be easy, okay? There is a such thing called process. And many of us don't like it. Your girl will be the first one to tell you, I am learning that process is just a part of life. Um, it really is. We're just walking out what God has already done. It's already won. We already have the victory. So, be mindful of that as well. We have already won. Jesus has already died and rose again. We already have the victory. Don't allow the enemy to trick you to think that you have not won, that you cannot won. It's already won. It's a fixed fight. It's a fixed fight and you've already won. So, as you go throughout your week, as you go throughout your day, out your month, be encouraged, stand in the Lord, and know that we're going to make it. And you're not walking this journey alone. It's me and you, okay? It's me and you. We're going to make it. Uh, every day, we're going to strive to learn uh, something new, to be better, to grow, 
um, not just for ourselves, but for every person God has always intended us to be a blessing to. So go and be great as pastors Ronald and Rachel told us. And as I always say, until next time, be blessed.